this little fella. We know that you're in there. This is North Pole. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Oh. Ah. That's it. I'm not going. One year membership in the Jelly of the Month Club. Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. What is up, fellow gamers, and welcome to Back to the Past podcast here on Last Life Retro Gaming. This is the big episode 15, and we are your hosts. I am Doc. And I am Outlaw, and folks, this is the big one. Well, I should say big one. So let me give you kind of a rundown of what we're going to be doing for the next two weeks. Now, as you know, on our podcast, this one will go up on Sunday which is the 16th or the 18th, I believe. It's the 18th, Sunday the 18th. It will be Sunday the the 18th. The next podcast will go up on YouTube on Sunday, December 25th, which is Christmas. So here's what we've got planned. From the day that this channel was, the cons, whatever the word is, from the day that this channel was conceived for mine and Doc's loins, (laughs) <laughs> we said we talked from the jump about how you know this channel was basically brought up because of our love of christmas and our love of our christmas stories and the games we got on christmas and you know so on and so forth if you've heard the podcast before you can tell we're nostalgic guys we have saved some of these stories and some of these you've kind of heard bits and pieces and cliff notes of but we're going to give you our top 10 video games uh, favorite video game consoles, anything video game related that we ever got on Christmas. Now, before we get started, I, we encourage you guys to leave in the comments your top 10 favorite Christmases. Definitely. How we're going to do it, though, is this week we are going to do 10 through 6. And then on Christmas Day, we are going to do our 5 through 1. So that's what we've got planned. For the podcast, and I think that these are going to, honestly, I feel like these are going to be our best two podcasts, man, because like I said, me and you are huge Christmas guys, so I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Well, this is it, guys. I mean, this is what I know Outlaw and I have been waiting for, and to top it all off, man, it's the holidays. I mean, we're, we're our level of mood is, is way high right now, and this is peak gaming time. This is peak holiday time. You can't get us in a better mood right now. I have about yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. This is this is whenever you stock up on games and you kind of go into gaming hibernation. Speaking of gaming hibernation, just want to give a quick thank you to everybody that's been joining us on the Twitch streams. Holy crap! You people, you were saying this evening out loud that you were getting messages from supporters saying that why haven't you Twitch yeah. stream? We've actually had a couple of our um, our friends play with us. Uh, shout out to Jason. He hopped on there and played with us a couple of nights. Uh, we had my friends Andy on there and a couple of his friends play with us. We've had a lot of fun. And really, to be honest with you, I think that the entire dynamic of the channel has changed since you got the Xbox. Oh, yeah. It's been so much fun. Well, it's it's strange because me and Doc, but we're going to get into the Christmas stuff. We're just going to tell, you know, because the channel has changed a lot from the conception of the channel to now has changed drastically. But um, we've actually... Uh, we, we've got a lot of gameplay stuff on the channel, you know, and we, we've actually, again, 
Thank you, everybody that we that subscribed to us on YouTube. Thank you. I know we had some of the iTunes people jump over, and we appreciate that. We we've got over a hundred subscribers now, which is crazy. Because I mean, if you remember, like I said the first night that we did this, man, I'd be cool with ten subs. So a hundred, you know, awesome. But we we've got the Twitch streaming going on. Doc made me an awesome not a UFC uh, online ranked matches um, video of me knocking some fools out, which was amazing. Doc put out a great Bioshock gameplay. So again, guys, if you're listening on iTunes and SoundCloud, hop on over to YouTube. The podcast goes up a day early there. We got gameplay stuff going on there. We have uh, we have retro gameplay that's on there. I've been playing Mega Man. So there's lots of good stuff on the YouTube channel that you're not going to get on iTunes and SoundCloud. Once again, thank you, everybody. We really do appreciate it. And also, one more quick thing, and we're, I promise Outlaw's been itching. He wants to jump in this top ten. Please ask us questions for upcoming podcasts if you want to be a guest. All of that good stuff. Just let us know. I mean, it can be anything. Ask us a question. Don't be scared. If you want to see us play a particular game, ask us if it's possible. So, yeah. All right, Outlaw. Are you ready? Are you ready to do our top so this 10? Is it. This is our top 10, 10 through 6. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? You know what? You have the itch. You go first. Okay. So, like I said earlier, we're going to start off with number 10 and go to number 6. So, up first for me. And like I said earlier, this is like there, there are consoles on here and games. There's no any, anything video game related. You know, 10 being your, I mean, not least favorite, but number one is the Mac Daddy. Okay, so enough rambling. Number one for me, let me paint you a picture. It's 1991. My blonde mullet is in full, <laughs> you know, effect. Can we get My a picture of that for the viewers? To, dude, I, I'll send you one. I, right. I, was, I, I may even send you the because I just watched this a couple of days ago, the video of me opening this because I'm pretty sure I was un, undiagnosed ADD because I opened this fucking game. And like I'm so happy because I got—I didn't know I was gonna get it—that I take the box and smash it over my head. Please, I mean, yeah. It, it was just like, <laughs> but okay, enough rambling. So here's here's what happened. Amazing Christmas. This Christmas I got tons of like the WWF Hasbro's, which I collect those. Um, it was the Christmas that I got my Red Rider BB gun, and if you're a boy or a girl, if you're a boy for sure, that's like a tradition, like a rite of passage in America. I mean, I'm sure you got one too, dog. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, in the south, it's in, in the south for sure. It's a rite of passage. I got a bow and arrow because I was a ridiculously into the Robin Hood movie with Kevin Costner. So I wasn't even expecting this. I wanted it, but I was afraid to ask for it because even at like six and seven, I was I knew how expensive it was. So my mom hid this present, and it was in this like metallic gray foil. And I remember she wouldn't let me open it. It was one of those ones that she kept pushing off. So it kept building the suspense. So, like, I opened the BB gun, and I was like, shit, what is this that's bigger than the BB gun? You know, like, so here it is. I opened the package, and it is WWF WrestleMania Challenge for the NES. Holy shit. Now, I was and am one of the biggest wrestling fans on earth. I have, you know, I've been to four WrestleManias. I love pro wrestling. I, I've, I have since I can remember being alive. And I was a huge Hulk Hogan fan. And I remember back then I put that game in my Nintendo. And that was on the tail end of the NES. And, you know, the graphics jumped some, but not a lot. 
But I remember looking over there and my dad saying, I don't think the graphics will ever get much better than this. I mean, it was the graphics were very 8-bitty and blocky, but it was awesome. And I remember for whatever reason, I, I mean, I, I don't know because at the time I wasn't a huge Rick Rude fan. I am now. As I got older, I appreciated the work the workhorses more. But for whatever reason, the first person I played with was Rick Rude. I mean, and on this game, you had the Ultimate Warrior, Hogan, and Macho Man. I was a diehard Hulk Hogan fan. But for whatever reason, I was drawn to Rick Rude. And I remember I was playing the match, and it was the very first game that I can remember there being finishing or their finishers in. And Rick Rude did the Rude Awakening, and I could not believe it. I was so enamored and blown away with that game. And it is to this day... Um, I remember going to my grandma's house and had an amazing Christmas there. And then it started snowing and we lived in a mountain County and we lived on the very tip top of this mountain. And I remember us having to leave early to get back home. So we, we could get home. And, uh, it was just a magical Christmas, man. I can just remember staying up all night in the living room and my parents just sitting on the couch watching me play that. And they never complained. And I mean, I had my own upstairs area, but they never complained. They just sit there and let me play that game all Christmas Day. And I can remember my mom being like, all right, honey, it's time for bed. I think Christmas Day is one of the saddest days of the year after like four o'clock, because around here, it's like they turn the Christmas music off on the radio stations at four o'clock. So strange. And they've done that since I was little. But like, I always remember like Christmas Day after like four being kind of a let like bummed out because it's over. But I was so happy. I remember I walked upstairs and I was laying in bed just thinking about that game and how, you know, how grateful I was to get it. And it was just like, it was, you could see the snow falling and it was just a magical Christmas and just loved, loved that memory. If I can get, if I can get the video to you, I can, hopefully I can send it to you. You can throw it up there or wear a picture or something, but definitely it was a really cool Christmas. So my number 10 is, is actually an interesting one because we're, compiling this list it was uh 1999 playstation one and I, you remember back in the day when you would get demo discs whether they were from oh, yeah yeah pizza hut or i mean cereal boxes whatever you could get them in and i'll never forget we had a demo disc that had parappa the rapper on it and i said like I, we, my brother and i we must have played parappa the, and it was it was such a weird just odd game to us that we fell in love with it. So we played this game over and over and over this demo. And for some weird reason, we never really cared about the actual game, which sounds really funny. So, but that, that we'll come back to that in a minute, but that was this, this year was the year that my brother and I, now we weren't very, my brother loves hockey games, but I don't really like sports games that much. My brother and I, saw a commercial on TV for NFL Blitz 2000 where and all it was was a football game where there was no rules you could like tackle people you can kick the shit out of them we thought it was the funniest thing watching these previews great game isn't it like the great oh it's so much fun God, it's so much fun yeah so we you know Christmas time rolls around my mom goes okay well you know what do you guys want for Christmas you know ask Santa and all that shit and we said okay my brother and I both put NFL Blitz 2000 on our um, Christmas lists. Well, Christmas time comes. We're going through our um, gifts, and there was two 
they look like CDs. Now, if you remember, PlayStation 1 actually had like CD cases versus like the long DVD cases that they have now. But we were like thinking, because I was in the music too a lot at, at, around this time, so I could have thought maybe it was like a Motley Crue album or something. I don't know. So I was like, oh, please, one of these be Blitz. Please, one of these be Blitz. Well, sure enough, the first one we opened was Parappa the Rapper. And I, and, and I looked at my brother, and he looked at me, and he goes, I never really thought about playing this game beyond the onion guy, you know, the karate guy. And I said, yeah. Kick. Punch. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 he, and I go, yeah, neither did I. And he goes, that's really cool. And my dad speaks up and he says, you know, well, you guys always play that game. Why not have the real thing? We're like, this is awesome. Thanks, dad. So then we open up the last one and sure enough, it's NFL Blitz. <laughs> Well, we, we, my brother and I, we ran downstairs, ran downstairs, and this is where we had our PlayStation, was in, was in the basement, there was like our little, like, game room, and we throw that game in faster than you can blink, and my dad comes down and goes, you guys have never asked for a football game in your lives, why are you asking that? We go, dad, check us out, you can do whatever the hell you want, you can beat the shit out of people, you can power bomb them you can do whatever you want yeah but dude you can fucking belly flop them when they're on the ground mm -hmm. so, God, i love that game man so we're sitting there and i shit you not for like 12 like if it, it, it felt like 12 hours but it was only a couple hours we sat there and my dad was in tears he was laughing so hard because we were playing this you know nfl blitz and he thought it was the funniest game ever like he was like i never thought a football game could be this outrageous which it was it was completely outrageous Later on that night, we went upstairs, and, you know, we were eating some cookies and, you know, talking about, oh, it was sad, you know, just like you, man. Like, it was so sad that Christmas was over. And my mom goes, I've never heard you boys laugh so hard before. And, and my dad goes, you should see those games. They're freaking insane. <laughs> yeah. So moving along to our number nines. Well, dude, to touch on Blitz, man, that's a that's an amazing story. That that was one of my favorite games, really, for the PlayStation. The first Blitz. Mm -hmm. I actually played that at New Year's Eve at a church retreat, and it was amazing, dude. Like all of us, it was this big, huge, uh, like party at at the church, and you stayed there overnight. And there were like thirty people around this one TV, taking turns playing Blitz. Great game. Okay, such an awesome. I'm glad you said that, man. I haven't heard talked about Blitz in forever. <laughs> Okay, number nine for me is kind of a newer, which I mean, it's not newer. It's it's I guess it's technically it's technically considered retro now. It's definitely old hardware. Um, this was a, a huge year in my gaming life. Um, I had at this point I had moved in with a couple of my friends. Uh, one of them, which was Andy, he we, me and him had lived together over the summer, and then in the winter time I moved in with my other friends uh, back here in Richmond. And all four of us ask for an Xbox 360. Now, this was the year that that system launched. And as you will hear later on in my top 10, I don't have the best luck with launch systems, getting them the Christmas. I usually get like the two or three systems back, which I wouldn't change anything about any of my Christmases. But this was the one that I had to make sure I got that year. So... The Xbox 360 back then, if you remember, was sold in two different ways. You had which was called the premium bundle, which was $399, and you got like the 60 gigabyte hard drive. And then there was the one that had no, this is before they had the internal shit, 
you had the one that was two ninety nine, which was considered the arcade version that had no uh, hard drive, and you could buy like you know you could buy a hard drive or you could buy like the the memory cards. It was however you chose to do it. But I asked my parents, and you know, I I never thought I'd get it, man, because three ninety nine that's a bit that's a lot of money. Oh yeah, especially and in those I days. Yeah, oh yeah, this is back. Let's say this is two thousand and oh, this would be two thousand and five. I think is that right? Yeah, I think it's two thousand five. Um, it was either two thousand five or two thousand six. It was one of the two. God, that was eleven years ago. Anyways, um, I, so I asked for one for Christmas, and it was the year that Gears of War came out. So it might have been the second year. I don't know. Either way, the, the systems were still relatively new, and Gears of War and Call of Duty Three were the games that I asked for. Were, were, was I asked for the system, and I said I didn't give a shit about the games. Just get me the system. So. Christmas Day rolls around, and I walked, you know, my parents, we, at the time, we had a two-level house, and we would have, we had the big Christmas tree upstairs, which is where we would have all of our presents from my parents, and they would wrap them around, like, Thanksgiving or the day after, and they would always be around the tree, and I'd always shake them, but then our presents from Santa Claus, which we still get, would come in like Santa paper. Like my mom would wrap it in Santa paper, which was different than her foil paper. And then some of the presents, if they were really, she left unwrapped. So we could see which pile was ours. So like, would there be a pile for me and a pile for my sister? That Christmas, me and my sister walked in there and there was no Santa paper and there was no piles. And we were like, oh shit, maybe we were bad. And I remember being like, man, my, my sister's, you know, only like, 10 surely to god they wouldn't deprive of us our santa gifts so we were up there opening presents well i I will say this too my parents have been absolutely amazing my parents have instilled in me and my sister a great sense of christmas traditions my mom has a on our refrigerator she has a magnet with or a piece of paper with all of our christmas traditions that we have to do every year we do them as a family and they've always i've always been so blessed that my parents have made Christmas so magical and they put up t- so many trees. But anyways, so we had a tree downstairs around the fireplace. What we would normally do was is our stockings were downstairs. So we would open all of our presents and then we would go downstairs w- around the fireplace and open our stockings. And then we would talk and then we'd go upstairs and have our breakfast and then we'd go on about the day. So me and Brittany's kind of sitting there staring at each other back and forth, not really knowing what's happening, and we're opening up all of our presents. And we got, you know, we got a lot of stuff from our parents, and we were, you know, I was like, man, this is great. You know, no Xbox, but whatever. So then we walked downstairs. And there's our Santa presents around the fireplace, and the fireplace is going. It's beautiful. The stockings are there. You know, the village, it was one of those old stone fireplaces, and then, like, where the fireplace was on both sides, there were, like, six foot pillars and all my mom's uh all of our parents i'm sorry all of their christmas villages was there and lit up it was beautiful just a beautiful memory and there was my xbox 360 unwrapped it was was unwrapped and everything like the 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 system was unwrapped it was um it was it was the box but you know i could see from there immediately that it was a premium one because the box looked a little different 
And I was like, oh, I got, you know, I, I, I got the Xbox. But then I saw a couple little things on top of the Xbox that was wrapped smaller. And I was like, oh, shit. So, you know, I, I'm looking at the Xbox. I can't believe it. You know, I didn't want to be that one kid that didn't get one. Because I knew both my other, all my other friends was going to get one. And we had, we had, at the time, we had the best internet. And we were like, oh, we had just started playing online. And we were all addicted. Really, it was the worst thing that they could have gotten me. It was the end of my life, my social. But anyways, um, and I went downstairs. And I saw, I opened them. And then there's, I got an extra controller, which, again, that's 60 bucks. It's a lot of money. And it was, this is definitely the most my parents had ever spent on me for Christmas. And I couldn't believe that they got it. And Call of Duty 3. So I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Because I only thought I would get the system if that. Not to mention that they got me like, because I had said, can I combine my mom and dad gifts with Santa gifts and just get the Xbox? And then sure enough, I go into getting my stocking and I'm pulling out like, my mom always, or I'm sorry, Santa Claus always gets his Pez dispensers and chocolate covered cherries and all these like traditional things that we get. So I'm reaching and I, and I feel what feels to be like a DVD case. And I'm like, oh, cool, a DVD. Because at the time, you know, this is 2006. I've probably got three or 400 DVDs. I'm full blown into my DVD collecting. So I'm like, oh, cool, a DVD. And I pull it out and it's Gears of War. Holy shit. And I'm like, oh, shit. And my dad is like, well, that would be, if there was a dad gift this year, that would be it. Because like I said in a previous podcast, every year my dad gets us a dad gift. We have all of our presents from mom and dad. We have all of our presents from Santa, but then we have one gift that's just from our dad. He's been doing that for probably, I mean, since my sister was born. Well, actually, before that, he's always done. He's always had that one gift that was just from him. So I was like, oh, shit. And, I mean, that's really Gears of War is the game that really, I mean, Halo 2 was the first online multiplayer game that I can remember being like, oh, man, this is great. But Gears of War was the very first online multiplayer game that got me into online multiplayer games. Once I played Gears of War 1, that was it. That was the game that hook, line, and sinkered me into the gaming world. I was so fucking beast at Gears of War 1. I mean, I was another level good at that game. And then after that, now if you saw me play, you'd think I was, you know, Ray Charles. But I was really good at that game, and it was a really fun Christmas. I remember going back to the apartment that night, and all four of us had our Xboxes. All four of us hooked our Xboxes up, and we were it was just a great, great Christmas. So that would be my number nine. Hell yeah. Moving right along to keep the stories hot and fresh that just sounded dirty but anyway (laughs) (laughs) my number nine i I can't give you an exact date but it was the late 90s i can tell you that and this is when game boy pocket was huge man and i remember just all of my neighbors like before christmas buying or getting not buying getting game boy pockets for birthdays or because they got good grades or whatever and you know me, I was like up my mom's ass. I was like, Ma, I, I really want a Game Boy Pocket for Christmas and blah, blah, blah. Please, please, please. And she's like, no, you know, we just don't have the money right now. I'm sorry, you know. And, I, and so I was like, okay. So I waited for Christmas and I asked if I put it on my Christmas. I was like, maybe Santa will come through. 
And my, my mom that year said something really weird to my brother and I. We were eating dinner one night around the table. I'll never forget it. And she said, you guys excited for Christmas? And I said, oh, of course we are, you know. We get to spend time with the family. We get to eat a ton of cookies. And we get presents. And uh, my mom goes, well, I don't know how good Santa's going to do this year. Um, we'll have to wait and see. I'm just like, hmm, my mom's never said anything like that before to us. I wonder what's going on. Christmas time comes, and we're opening up stuff we're getting. It was a, I don't want to say it was a bad Christmas. There was never such thing as a bad Christmas, but it was a, you know, my, my parents were awesome parents just like yours, and they really did what it took to get the items on our um, Christmas list. They really did. And... I I just remember like being like kind of discouraged because I got a lot of clothes and I got like one one PlayStation game and my brother got one PlayStation game which was weird because we usually got two or three and we just couldn't figure things out. Well, so we're we're all done opening gifts and my mom goes, "You have a good Christmas." And we said, "Oh, we of course we had a good Christmas. You know, it was awesome. Thank you so much." And. It, in, in my house, what we always do is we take all of our clothes and everything and we put them on our bed so we know to try them on. And, you know, oh, if they don't fit or you don't like them, return them or do whatever. So we're doing that. And as we're doing that, um, my parents yell, hey, boys, come here. You left some sh- you left some stuff under the, the tree. So we, we walk out there and there's this huge gift. I mean, a huge gift. It was wrapped up and my brother goes... Please, but please let the big one be for me. Please, with you know, because you know, when you're kids, you think the big, the big package is the best package. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So my brother runs still over. Still do. Oh, still do. Definitely. My brother runs over and rips it open. It's a bike. He was, he was, he got a new bike, and I was like, oh, that's that explains why I, we really didn't get much this year because mom and dad spent a lot of their, you know, Christmas money on a bike for him because they they even said when we open these, like, you know, these are special gifts. From us and Santa, which was weird. It was just a weird Christmas. So, I, 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 my mom goes, well, here's here's one for you. It says it's for you. And I was just like, oh, cool. I was like very just discouraged. I was just kind of like ready to dive into my new PlayStation games that week or that year. And I opened it up and I almost fell over. It was a Game Boy. And I was like, it was a, it was a Game Boy Pocket, excuse me. And I said... Oh, like I didn't know what to say. I was speechless. I was literally speechless. I didn't know what to say. And my mom goes, um, "Yeah, we uh, Santa pulled through for you this year. We 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 helped him out a little bit." And I was just like, "Wow!" Like I didn't. I I was one of the few times I was actually speechless because when we're talking about every kid, every friend, every person that I knew had a Game Boy Pocket. Well, so. She goes, I'm really, you know, later on, we're, we're talking like a year later. This is fast forward time. I was talking to my mom and I said, you know, I was like, mom, why, why was last Christmas so weird? And she was just like, well, and I, and I remember this. Um, we got like a new hot water tank. We, we had some stuff done to the house. And my mom's yeah. just, my mom's like, well, we, we just didn't, we didn't, you know, have the money like we normally do. And I had, she goes, I, I hate to say this, but I had to dip into some of my Christmas fund to, to get, you know, the, the, the electrical fix, the, you know, this, that, and the other fixed in the hot water tank. And I was like, oh. And she goes, you never complain, though. 
and, and, and this is where the story gets really good. I said, complain about what, Mom? She says, on your list, she said, you put a black or silver or blue Game Boy Pocket. You got a green one. And I know you hate green. Like, I've never liked green. Like, that's just one color I've never been fond of. You never said two words about it. Why? Because I was the type of kid that would be like, oh, this is cool. It's not the color I wanted, but this is awesome. You know, I just, I was, a, I was a bastard. I'm, I'm, I'm a bastard child. <laughs> and it's good, but it's not good enough. Yeah, it's, it's great, but yeah, screw you. Um, and, and I said, you know what, mom, believe it or not, I was actually ecstatic to have a green one. And she goes, why, honey? And I said, well, because all my friends had blacks. All my friends had reds, blues, yellows. Like they had the very common colors. And I've never seen anybody with a green. So when I rolled up with my friends and I'm like, yeah, I got a green Game Boy Pocket for Christmas. They thought it was the coolest thing ever because I'd never seen one. And she goes, wow, I, I never I never knew that. And that pocket to this day holds so much value. I still have it. I still play it. That, I mean, it, it holds so much value to me because it was like the Christmas that we didn't we just it was the we my brother and I still call it the weird Christmas to this day because it was like the one where you know what I mean like I don't know how to I don't I'm trying to yeah explain it just it. felt different yeah I've had those yeah it was just different between you know gifts was way different um, family stuff was just kind of off that year and you know we, we just moved at that I have time a Christmas too. like that on my list too yeah so so moral of the story is I I just couldn't believe that I was holding this fantastic game boy that i never thought i would hold great story man that was uh, i'm happy to you know actually i would have probably went for the green I, I, I love green it's one of my favorite colors but i you know well now it is for me too because of that game but, boy. You know, you know, but, but think about it though that even though like a weird feel it, that that story meant so much to you man we're talking about it you know 20 years later so that's awesome man i think that's i think that's the kind of like the point of this this whole podcast and this whole channel Number eight for me. Now I have kind of touched on this, but I th there's only two of those I've kind of touched on. This is one of them. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more in depth about it though. So this was number eight. I think that this was 2002, and I don't know that I've ever talked about this before on this channel. But I had I was kind of I kind of walked off of the straight and narrow there for a while, and I kind of went and was wild we'll just say not going too much depth about it i was just uh, my mind was really not or my body and my what i was doing was not good but i went home for christmas and i think that's kind of like the maybe that's like the point you can always go home for christmas you know no matter what i went home for christmas kind of late uh a little late in, in november i was like i said i was a wild child and I didn't, it was one of those kind of years where I just didn't really feel the mat, you know, when you're, you know, not really, your mind's not where it needs to be and you're doing bad things and you're, you know, you're not thinking for yourself. You're under the influence, so to speak. You don't really appreciate Christmas. Like, you know, like now I'm downstairs, it's all lit up, it's Christmas Eve. I enjoy the coziness. But when you're wild as a buck Indian, you don't really think of that shit. But I can remember my parents used to always take us to Toys R Us to look at stuff we still do this man like we still you know me at 32 i still ask for games and toy and, and kid shit i mean i can't help it dude it's just who i am we walked in and i remember 
It might have actually been 2001. I don't remember either way. I was it was a it was a rough year, but I remember I walked in and I saw the PlayStation Two, and everybody was talking about the PlayStation Two. All my friends have one. They played these things called DVDs, which I had already had a DVD player, but I, I was interested in the DVD aspect. You know, being movie guys, we talk about this all the time. You know, like the Xbox One S, the 4K, it's awesome. So the PlayStation 2 being able to play DVDs is a huge selling point because if you grew up with betas like I did in VHS, seeing a DVD was like a whole new world. So I was interested in that. There were some really great games. Now, there was a PlayStation 2 bundle that came with Gran Turismo 3, I believe. It was a red box. I can remember it was like a red and black box. And my dad has always, always been in to racing games every christmas just about if i got a new system there was a nascar game thrown in there there was some kind of racing game because those are games he liked to play and i like to play them just because dad would play them so i remember i asked for that and in the bundle it came with like the playstation 2 you got a controller you got the game and you got a memory card the memory card was a huge selling point because the memory cards for the playstation 2 is way back and when were kind of pricey so Christmas rolled around, and me and my dad had gotten had gotten into it a few days before Christmas on my birthday, and I left. I went. I left again. So um, I didn't. I wasn't going to come back home for Christmas Eve, but my mom came and got me, and brought me home. And um, I woke up the next morning, and Christmas Day had came, and I walked in there, and this is before they did the whole downstairs thing. The same house. But there was all of our gifts, and then there was our, our little stacks. Now, the thing that my mom left unwrapped for me was like a wrestling magazine, I believe. So I knew where my pa was, and I seen this big box, and I was like, as bad as I've been, surely to God, they didn't buy me that PlayStation, you know, because I was bad. And um, I just remember opening it and being like, man, how blessed am I? Me, the, the piece of shit that I am, my parents have still bought me this PlayStation. And I'm opening up, and it's the PlayStation. And me and Dad's still kind of like, yeah, not really talking. And then I open up WWE SmackDown Shut Your Mouth, which is one of my favorite wrestling games ever. And I'm like, oh, shit. Now, not really a part of the story, but I probably played that game more than any game ever. It's definitely my top ten. I played the hell out of that. But um, like I said, the dad gift that year, my dad walked over to so I, that you know, I thought, man, this is gonna be a DVD because I got a couple of DVDs that year um, for my sister. My sister always got gets me movies. I always get her movies. Kind of like old tradition back then, anyways. And um, I opened it up, and it was Metal Gear Solid Two. Wasn't a DVD, and I was just like, oh man, hell yeah, you know, because I, you know, I've t I'm not gonna tell the story again about how much I played Metal Gear Solid One the demo and how great that game was, and but I just remember like just the the setting of that you know it was just such a, a a strange christmas because of where i was at personally in my life and how i was like man and my parents are so good you know why am i doing the shit that i'm doing and just a really great i remember that was uh, all my friends we all my friends in the neighborhood lived close and my mom let him come over and we were all in my room all night playing i mean literally all night I don't think that I went to bed until like six o'clock the next morning. I was playing wrestling with my one of my friends, and I was Hulk Hogan, and I kept hitting him with the 
I, what, I, what I used to do back then was, is I would save my finishers, and I'd hit you with them all at once. So there was no way you'd kick out. So my mom, you know, you know, we're 17, or I might have been 18. We were 17. We were definitely 17, 18 years old, and my mom had never heard me cuss at this point. So we're at, I'm at the door, and I'm, and she's listening as I'm leg dropping. I'm hitting the Hogan leg drop over and over and over again on my friend Ryan, and he's going, "Motherfucker, you son of a bitch, stop doing the same move over and over and over again." And my mom opens the door, and she's like, "Boys, I think it's time to go to bed." <laughs> and so I look over at Ryan, and I was like, you don't watch a movie before we go to bed? And he was like, sure. And I think we watched uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. But that was just a great Christmas. I remember it was just a, a really fun gaming Christmas and uh, just a, a really fun time. I, I, I love the PlayStation, too. It's I adore that system. It's one of my favorite systems of all time. That system changed it all for me because ever since that system, I've never bought a Blu-ray player or a DVD player anymore. I've always used the system as my my um, my player of movies and shit. So I'm a huge fan of the PlayStation too. So number eight for me would be Christmas. I'm wanting to say 2001, 2002, when I got the PlayStation two. Great year. Awesome. So my number eight. Speaking of PlayStation two, actually has. <laughs> I'm going to go with another PlayStation two story. And I'll I'll never I'll never forget this. I remember when the original Call of Duty came out, a lot of my friends and, and people talked about it all the time. They were like, did you ever play Call of Duty? Da, da, da. And I was like, no, nah, I never really, really heard of it. Because, you know, back back in those days, first-person shooters were around, but they're not like they are now. So I remember getting, like, real excited So uh, about hearing all this Call of Duty talk. Well, they talked about how Call of Duty 2, Big Red 1, was coming out. I remember talking to my brother about it, and he was like, yeah, I've, I've kind of heard about it. But keep in mind, this is, what, 2004 or five when it came out? Well, we, we, we got Game Informer magazine, and, and we were looking through it, and we're like, we're reading about it. We're like, holy crap, this is going to be nuts. Like, how did we miss the first game? What's wrong with us? Holy shit. Okay. So, well, we asked our, our parents on, you know, we read out our list and we both once again put Big Red 1. And, if, sure enough, I mean, you, you guys know where I'm going to go with this. is same as any other story here that we ended up getting it. But this is where the story is kind of a little bit different. We didn't realize how amazing this game really was. This is the game that got us, both of my brother and I, in the first-person shooters. We couldn't believe how... It was just so cool to see these guns in World War Two and all the the talk and the lingo and the storyline was just out. Of, it was just completely out of this world. I remember playing the campaign with my brother. So it was at this point we realized that this game was a much bigger deal, not only between me and my brother, but through our friends that you can remember back in those days, it was online. Oh, you yeah. Had to, you had to buy the huge pack and... You know, you had to have, oh my god, die. I don't, it was just crappy internet back in those days. You had to have that big-ass fucking antenna adapter that you mm -hmm. could have That's killed a zombie with. Oh yeah, you, you could, yeah. Well, we got it for Christmas, and, and we had fun playing. Like We beat the campaign, I'd say, like three or four times, and we had fun playing with friends, and just, you know, but my brother was like, I really want to try online. 
Well, of course we, you know, we did chores and stuff online. Like we did chores around the house and we saved up our money and sure enough, we ended up buying the box or the big antenna, whatever you want to call it. We slapped this thing on. It was a huge process to install. That was the first game that we ever attempted to play online. Like we were never good at it. We attempted it. But it opened our world to a completely different like it opened our eyes to a completely different world of gaming. We didn't think anything like this could ever exist. We thought the graphics were so cool. I mean already we thought they were cool. But I just remember sitting down and playing this game online with our friends and being like, Nothing will ever get better than this game. Ever. Yeah. Still to this day it's the game that that it's probably our favorite Call of Duty, hands down, because of the sentimental value. Because, I mean, we had friends lining up every, every day after Christmas. Like, we were still on Christmas break. Oh, let's, we want to play Big Red One, you know. You could start it off. You know how it was, like, when you grew up in the streets. Or, you, like, you know, you on your street, you would show one of your buddies, and then they would go tell all their friends. And sure enough, you have, like, ten people at your house all playing passing the sticks. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. Those and, are the days, man. And, and that's exactly what happened. And it was really – because we've never – this was the game that kind of – really got us into gaming. This was the game that just opened our eyes because we never, ever, ever cared anything about the online. We never cared about any of that stuff. But this this was it. This was the game. And we, we never, like, saved up after Christmas to, like, get something for the PlayStation. Like, we just... We went, my brother and I were just easygoing. Like, we got a game. We played a campaign. We beat it. We had fun. We played with friends. You know, like, we, we really got to that point, like... We knew at that point we were serious gamers. Like we knew we we wanted to continue to play online and really get into it, all because of a game that I heard from a friend that sh- that we saw that and then we looked it up in a magazine that we knew nothing about. And it was it's funny how one game that you read about completely can change your life on gaming. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's my number eight. It's not really as in depth as some of them, but it was the it was the game that really I would say that really started my love and passion for gaming another you know awesome great story dude really good stuff i mean i've I've learned more about you in however long that we've been filming this than i have in all of our other podcasts <laughs> i think that's what's great about these top tens is you really get to know the people definitely you know, it, and i'm gonna get you guys are gonna hear probably the most infamous christmas story of all time for me uh the year is 1994 so let me go ahead and and paint you a little bit of a picture here now when i was a kid i was i wasn't a strange kid i was a very outsidey kid i would always be outside playing with my friends and a lot of the times a lot of our conversations revolved around pro wrestling I was a huge pro wrestling fan. Everything I did was pro wrestling. But when I was a kid, there was this show that came along that kind of intrigued me for a couple of years, and it was the Power Rangers. And I was obsessed with the Power Rangers when I was a kid. So 1994, my favorite Power Ranger was the Green Ranger. It goes back to why I love Green so much. I'm a huge fan of Jason David Frank. I still follow him. I was a huge fan of the Green Ranger. I loved how the Dragon Zord came up out of the water. I love how he played the flute or the you know his little dra- dragon dagger to play the flute to get it to rise. 
But, you know, spoiler alert, if you've not watched Power Rangers, <laughs> the Green Ranger loses his powers and he's gone for a while. And you're like, oh, shit, you know, this sucks. Well, then Jason or Tommy returns as the White Ranger. Now, my mind bl was blown. Like, I can remember being home, like running home from school and seeing that episode and then like opening my front door and just seeing like all of my friends front doors open at the same time and all of us walking outside with this like dumbfounded look on our face like we had just seen the you know the you know it's just something amazing we had like we had just seen our first set of titties it was just an amazing <laughs> moment so we're watching and we're at school the next day like oh my god the white ranger this is so much better than the green ranger what the fuck that we could not grasp it you know i i mean even to this day i'm a huge fan of monsters and 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 power rangers is one of those sh like there are some shows i watched when i was a kid that i can't sit through anymore like they're they've they're 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 I, I like knowing that they're there like for nostalgia purposes but i can't they don't have rewatchability for me because they didn't age very well you know i just can't bring myself to, you know, you know what I mean. Like, I'm oh, sure definitely. you get shows like that too. But oh. Power Rangers for me is not one of them. I love that show. I love the robots. I love the big, you know, the big, the Megazords. I love the the monsters. I love the practical effects. I, I just love the show. I, I can I watch it every summer. But anyways, we couldn't fucking believe what we had just witnessed. I mean, the White Ranger was the biggest thing ever for for all of us in that in that neighborhood. Well, one day we were watching the Power Rangers, and right before the Power Rangers went off, they showed this advertisement for the Saba Sword. Oh. And I mean, if you could throw a picture of that, would be awesome. Like of the original box, not the one that they've got out now, like the the deluxe, whatever, but the original Saba Sword. And I remember the artwork on the box. I remember I would just, I was like, if I could just have the artwork, I'd be happy. It was just the perfect box. It was just beautiful. I mean, it was one of the most beautiful commercials. And I mean, this shit's on like June. So I'm immediately like begging my parents to find this and like begging them to get this for me. However, my parents are awesome at Christmas time, but throughout the year when I was a kid, if I wanted something like that, I had to buy it. I mean, I had the ability to save up from chores, but I was a very, it's burning a hole in my pocket kind of kid to where if I got $5, I had to spend it. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I was bad with money, dude. Like I, I, I would want shit, but I just, I couldn't, I didn't have the patience for it. So around like July, I started to, you know, have the money to get it because I had saved up. And I don't think it was very much. I think it was like 50 bucks maybe. I can't remember. But I remember like the line head, like the Saba part talked. You couldn't find that shit anywhere. I mean, I don't know what the deal is with Hatchimals. I know that they're popular this year. But as far as I can remember, the White Ranger sword was the hardest shit ever to find. And now the big part of the story is is I was you know I was born in 84 and my sister was born in 94 but we were born on the exact same day we both have the exact same birthday 
you know, we were born on the same day. We're both born in December. So, you know, in the prime shopping time, whenever the Saba store would be put out in stores, that would be the time that my mom and my dad, my dad usually covers my getting my stuff. Like he usually is in charge of getting my stuff. Mom's usually in charge of getting uh, Brittany's stuff. But my mom almost died having me. So they had to really monitor her pregnancy closer with my sister. And they just didn't have the time to go out and look, you know, because it required you being like, I mean, I think it was almost like you had to camp out level. It was ridiculous, dude. Everybody. I mean, that was the closest thing to Turbo Man I ever remember in my life was everybody wanted that sword. So, like I said, my sister and me are born really close to Christmas. So I can remember on December 23rd, I had to stay at my friend's house who lived right across the street from me so I could see my house from his bunk beds. He had two bunk beds. And he was like, man, we're going to have the Saba sword in just two more days. And I was like, yeah, I can't wait. Dude. It's going to be awesome. Like, you know, just so excited because we played Power Rangers every day. You know what I'm saying? And we mm-hmm. always fought over who got to be the White Ranger. And because we all wanted to be, you know, he was the coolest. Or for us, anyways. And, um, man. So, anyways, Christmas morning, like, my mom comes home on Christmas Eve with my sister. Christmas morning comes, and I'm opening my presents. And the box that is shaped like the Saba sword, my mom isn't keeping me from opening. I, I keep grabbing at it, and my mom never stops me. And I'm that kind of was like, oh, shit. Like, normally... You know, I'm 10. I'm not registering that she's got a, a four-day or four- or five-day-old baby in her hands. You know, I'm just – I'm like, oh, God, this is it. This is the moment. Hands down for me personally, the Saba sword will always be the number one thing that I wanted more for Christmas ever. Like, it was just – that's all me and my friends talked about. So um, I, I keep grabbing at the box, hoping to get some kind of reaction out of my mom. And she's like, you can open it. Go ahead. And I remember being like, oh, no. Because I knew right, like, as soon as she said that, I knew right then that it wasn't the Saba sword. And I was one of those kids that was so anal. My friend actually opened, like, his package to see that it was the Saba sword. And I have him, I had him bring the box over and compare it to my box. And they were the same size. And I was like, okay, this is it. But when my mom did that, I was like, oh, shit. So I slowly like rip the box, you know, the, the rip, the packet, the paper. And I see that it's the green ranger sword. And I'm like, dude, my, immediately my heart like just sinks, you know, and like into the sand. And I'm like, Oh man. And I was one of those kids that I was the exact opposite of you. I was so grateful and played it off. Oh, I see how you are. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, mean, I don't mean that it's a bad way. I mean, like, I was always... My sister's the exact opposite. She'd be like, close, and throw it. But I was like... I didn't have the... Like, nothing was coming out of my mouth. And I'm like, again, I'm 10. I don't realize that my mom is very pregnant. And, and so... I, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. It's all on camera. And my mom's like, honey, I'm, I'm really sorry. We couldn't find that White Ranger sword anywhere. You know, I'm, I'm really, really sorry. Uh, it's we're, we'll find we'll, we will really try to find you one 
And she's so I went to grab this other box right after, and she's like, "No, no, no! Won't you hold off on that one?" And I was like, "Oh, okay." And I, I mean, I immediately knew that it wasn't the the um, the Saba sword. It was it was in a smaller box, much smaller, but it was kind of heavy. So I was like, you know, I, I got tons of cool stuff. I got the the Air Max ones, the very first Air Max ones. Because I was a big shoe guy, I was a big fan of like, Jordans and stuff, and. It was uh, the first Charles Barkley's. I love those. And, and, and you know what? I didn't care because I just had a baby sister. So I really wasn't that worried about not getting the Saba sword. I mean, it kind of stung a little bit, but I was over it pretty quick. And uh, definitely after I opened this next gift. So I get to the the surprise gift. And, and it was one of those Christmases like you were talking about. It was a different Christmas. You know, there wasn't as, you know, I don't want to sound like materialistic and greedy, but there there wasn't as much stuff. There wasn't like the Santa stuff. Like there was Santa stuff, but it wasn't like it usually was. It was just different. You know, my parents were busy that year. You know, like they really had to monitor my mom's pregnancy closely. And um, so I, 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 I'm like shaking the gift and I open it. And it, it, my mom always wraps like something epic. And back then, she always would wrap something epic in foil paper. Like that really shiny silver shit. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I hate that paper, dude, because it doesn't rip. I like the whoosh paper that you can rip, really, like the paper paper. This is more like like a plastic devil. But you, like it, it pops. Like you have to pull the tape off and it'll pop. <laughs> and I open the box up and my fucking jaw drops. I was like, oh, shit. Because I'm, I think I even almost said, oh, shit, because I didn't expect that. Because I kind of knew how much money my parents had, and I was like, I never pushed it. Like, I didn't want to be that kid that was like, I want this, 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 and this. Like, my Christmas year, that said, legitimately said, the Saba Sword and WWE Raw for the Super Nintendo. That, that's what my Christmas list said. And um, so, you know, she's, we're going through, going through, going through. And I'm, I, so I open the package, and there's WWE Raw. And then I fold over the next part of tissue, and there's NBA Jam. Holy shit! I was like, and 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 that game had just came out. I had just got those Barclays. I was a huge basketball fan, and I had just gotten—I don't know if those were popular where you were, but down south here, man, fucking starter jackets were the shit. Like everybody, you had to rip a starter jacket from your favorite squad, and like, I had a Bulls jacket, and that Christmas I got a, um, a, a, a an Orlando Magic jacket for the. Um, you know, because that's where Shaq was playing at the time. So I was like, oh, fuck, I got this dope-ass Orlando Magic jacket. But um, I remember that I went in there that Christmas, and like, I looked at the window, and I seen my friends playing with their Saba swords. Or Jay and my friend Dustin was playing with their Saba Rest in peace, Jay. But he was, he was out there playing with the Saba sword, and Dustin had the Saba sword. And I was sitting there kind of staring at that green dagger. And I was like, you know, I'm going to own this shit, man. I'm going to be the – I'm going to walk out there – I don't have that fucking Saba sword. I got the Green Ranger sword. And I was like, actually, you know what? It's snowing. I'm just going to stay inside and play NBA Jam and Raw. And that's what I did. I stayed inside like a hermit. And it was I played NBA Jam and WWE Raw all day. And it was one of my, it's one of, it probably is my favorite Christmas ever, actually, that Christmas. Just because it was, I got my sister that year. And, you know, my parents got me the Dragon Dagger. And it, and it ended up being, that I was the cool kid because I got the Dragon Dagger because, you know, the Green Ranger. I made the Green Ranger cool because everybody in the neighborhood had those Saba swords. 
but I was the one person that got the Green Ranger sword because it was older and it was easier to find. And everybody in like you know when you everybody in that neighborhood was like I had the cool sword. So just like was, me uh, with the Game Boy. <laughs> just like yeah, but the uh, I'll never forget opening that WWE Raw and NBA Jam, Christmas '94. <clears throat> I was uh, loved it. My favorite Christmas. If anybody's out there listening with the Saba sword, you can you can send it to me. I won't say no. But uh, <laughs> I, I will get that thing one of these days. I, but I, honest to God, I mean, I know that's not video game related, but it, it ended up being. But that was honestly, the, of all, even over video games, the Saba Sword was the number one. I wanted that thing so bad I could taste it. It was uh, definitely my most sought after Christmas present ever. But nonetheless, great Christmas. Oh, just a, a great, great memory of getting those two games that year for the Super Nintendo. Great games. I have both of them. Just love them both. Uh, Power Rangers. I could, we should do a whole podcast on Power Rangers, <laughs> you and I, because that's how I love the games, the show, everything about it. And I can remember oh, the Sobis, the Sobis Sword coming out was a big deal. I never had yeah, either of them. You were younger because, what, 94, how old was you? You were – that oh. was 10. Oh, no, I was only – Six, five. So that, the, the point that I'm making is, is that means that the t- the tenure of that toy that lasted forever. But yeah, so moving along to my number seven, which I mine won't be as long because I kind of already covered this story before. But everybody knows the story, which we've talked about on a podcast before, about when my brother and I go to PS3. That was um, a huge year, and there's actually two stories that'll be on this list that have to do with that Christmas. But this one, I'll, I'll never forget it because we wanted a PS3, but we, but realistically, my brother and I never, ever knew we would get one. Like, we never thought in a million years we would get one. But beyond that, so, so that year, we, we played it off as we wanted PSPs. We didn't care about the PS3. We figured we would get one when the hype dies down, and, and we'll just call it a day. Well... We, we were all about PSPs that year, and we wanted to get so calm for PSPs. So I'll never forget it This that that, that day we're, we're going through and we're opening up our gifts. And it was a great Christmas. We were getting – we had a couple um, – we, we didn't get any PS2 games, which kind of set us off. The, everything was weird that year. And plus we already kind of knew about the PS3. But – well, we, we didn't kind of know. We did know. <laughs> but so we're, we're opening up. and We open up our PlayStation. We're, we're doing backflips. We're, we're going crazy. Well, then my mom goes, we have a couple more things, and we didn't even really care. Like, we were just like, Mom, we, we want to play our PS3. Like, we don't give a shit about this. Well, my mom goes, guys, you, you really want to open these. Sure enough, my brother starts opening in his, and he goes, oh, my God, Michael, go open up yours. He goes, right now, go open up yours. And we run over and I open up mine, and it, we both got a PSP. And now, now, if you guys didn't know this, like to me, handheld games are just—they're like I've always been into handheld games. Like my brother didn't want a PSP until I started talking about it, showing him pictures, showing him commercials, doing all that stuff, and you know, online stuff. But I couldn't wait to have—you know—I couldn't believe that I had a PS3 sitting in my living room and then I was holding a PSP and I just remember looking at my mom and dad saying like how is this possible and they said don't ask questions just be thankful we said no we're, we're beyond thankful we don't know what to say well 
we're going through our stockings, and I, I feel this, like, weird DVD plastic case. I didn't know what the hell it was. I was really confused. And I pulled it out, and it was so calm. And my brother and I both got so calm for the PSPs so we could play together. I, it was the most insane, crazy, because as, as I said, to kind of skim over the story a little bit for everybody, I knocked over the PlayStation downstairs. My brother and I were like, well, how are we going to fake this whole PS3? You know, because they were so slim pickings that year. And then we go up, we open it up. We, we faked our whole, hey, yeah, this is awesome. I can't believe this is happening. And we were really psyched. We really were. But And then we opened up PSPs, and you would have thought that we've never had a Christmas like that. We never had a Christmas that where we got more than one system. And we I remember asking my mom, and I was like, why, why did you let us have, you know, both of these? And she said, well, you kids have been doing awesome in school. You know, you've been really good this year, and, and you really didn't ask for anything, which is true because all we put on our on our Christmas list that year was PSPs. Some uh, I was really into those shirts that had like smart ass remarks on them, so I asked her for a couple of those and like a gift card. And it, my mom was like, "So you know, why not? You know, let's let's have fun for one year. Let's just go wild." And uh, I can remember dragging that PSP everywhere. I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, it was my, my brother and I remember like we would go like even to the mall or something. We'd be playing so calm with each other and like trying to get past certain points and who can get past the level quicker. And it was it was the probably the biggest spent like the, the most money my parents have ever spent on us in one Christmas ever. And and that's that's one Christmas that'll never go away because. It was weird because we were both very bummed. We really were bummed that I knocked over the PlayStation and I kind of gave and I told my brother about it. And but just to see that, <laughs> I don't know. It was really weird because we we were both really shocked to have a PSP, and it was I've I never thought in a million years we could get two systems and top it off that we got, which we'll talk more about this later. But we got some games with the PS3. We got SOCOM and both both got a copy of SOCOM and both got a PSP. So damn, yeah, so Jack, that's Game City right there, man. Yeah, it was the craziest, and we didn't even know what to do. When you have that much, like that year, we didn't know what to play. We didn't know. So while one of us was playing the PlayStation, one of us was on the PSP, learning all kind of stuff, trying to figure it out. It was, it, you know, it was so much fun. Of course, my dad, he had a PSP in his hand. It was the, one of the coolest moments because my dad was playing the PSP. I had a PSP, and then my brother would be on the PlayStation, and my brother and I would switch, and my dad would play my PSP. And it was just, once again, it was one of those days that turned into like a five, six-hour day of us just playing video games and being in yeah. awe of this new technology. There's more to this story. And you'll hear more about it later. That's why I'm not going into grave detail now. So that'll be for part two of of the podcast. Number six for me. This is a really epic year. One that I've, I don't think that I've ever touched on. I, I, I wrote down 98 and circled it. I could be wrong. It could have been 97. I'm not really sure. I'm, I couldn't remember the dates. I'm sorry. Years of drug use. But um, <laughs> numbers... <laughs> I, I, not anymore, but in the past. But number six for me was 
the okay. Let me just put it to you like this: This was I, you know, I said that the the, the Saba sword was number one most wanted of all time. Number two most wanted of all time was probably Pokemon Blue. I really wasn't like that anal about it being blue or red. I just I wanted the fucking game, and that was a year that I like told my mom I was like, listen to me. I don't care if it's from Santa Claus or Buddha. I just want this game. So please don't try to like wait to the last minute to get it. If you see it, please just get the game. I just want the game. Please. And I was like, I don't want it to be from Santa Claus. I just want the damn game. She ended up finding it. And like, it was like two or three days after Thanksgiving, my sister was really gangster at, at that age. So she was like three or four. And my mom was letting her wrap presents. Well, my room, I could see the tree, but I couldn't see where they were wrapping presents. And I was like, I could, I could sneak out two or three feet, and my dad be like, get them. And so I'd go running back in my room. And I remember my sister was like, Bubby, Bubby, you got Pokemon. And I was like, <laughs> what color is it? And she was like, blue. And I was like, yes. So I was really happy to know that I had gotten Pokemon Blue because I like I was so obsessed with it. That was the year that it was like skyrocketing. And I, who the fuck put all these awesome cartoons on at 8 o'clock in the morning for kids to go to school? Do you know how many fucking days of school I missed because I skipped to stay home and watch Pokemon? Oh, I did the same thing. Damn you, Pokemon, and all these awesome shows like Saved by the Bell. For making me skip school and almost not graduate. Anyways, um, Pokemon Blue, that's the main thing I asked for, the only thing I asked for, really. And, you know, I was kind of bummed to know that I was, that was, uh, and I knew that I, I knew that I had it. So I like to be surprised. But, anyways, that Christmas rolled around, there was some gifts from Santa, and there was this very odd shaped box. And it was very heavy. And you can almost, like, if you're a gamer, you can pick up a video game and you can know that it's, game oriented and I, as soon as I picked it up my mom went no 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 and I was like oh shit like I knew right away it was something good so I get to all my other presents open them great Christmas got lots of cool stuff lots of cool movies I think that was the year that I got Braveheart the dude the two VHS lots of good stuff so I I, I start opening it up I, I go to open it up and she's like let me take a picture first and I was like oh it's that like it's that good and which I had no clue I was getting this and open the box up and I, there's a video of my reaction. Like my jaw literally hits the box. It drops 12 feet. And I immediately just run over to my mom and hug her and over my dad and hug him. And it's a fucking game boy color. Oh. And it was the first year that they came out. I believe uh, it was, they were hard as shit to find. I mean, so hard to find. Those were, if you if you're a fan of handhelds, any year of the three, there's a new video handheld that comes out around Christmas time. It's a nightmare to find. They got it. I got Pokemon Blue, I, and I remember I had presents left to open, and I had already opened up Pokemon Blue. I had already opened up the the Game Boy Color, and and was going to play because my mom would let me open the big stuff, and then I have like a couple of small things, but. I kept bugging her to open this. And then she was like, you have more presents to open. And I was like, I don't care. I'm playing. 
the Game Boy Color and Pokemon. Like, I legitimately left those presents there. But yeah, I left my presents there for a couple of hours. Just play just a great Christmas. And that was another one of those Christmases when I took the Game Boy over to my dad. And and, and Pokemon wasn't a color game. It, 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 I think it, like, made Ash's hat red. It, it wasn't all color, though, because it was, you had no. to, like, there was other games. But I remember my dad saying, I think I'm going to get better graphics than this. And then, you know, here we are now with what they, all these games can do. But one of my favorite Christmases ever, for sure. Well, you know, really funny, I just want to say this real quick, that both of our dads were always amazed by video games. And your dad always said about the graphics. My dad always used to say the same thing. Like, these graphics are unbelievable. So, it, it was always kind of well, cool. Well, yeah, you got to imagine what they grew up with. I mean, we, True. we grew up with the NES, and they grew up with, like, fucking Pong. <laughs> and throwing rocks at each other outside so the graphics improved a lot <laughs> oh man so my my number six is a very special it's a game that I didn't know at the time but now it's a very very special game to me and it's a game that I never thought in a million years that I would like and I'll never forget this my, my brother shows me this video of this game called God of War and I said, oh boy. And I said, no, I, I, I cannot make this up. I said to him, I said, what the heck is this? He was like, you don't like that? I was like, dude, it looks so dumb and cliche. Like, what is this? He's like, yo, you're going to love it. Trust me. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want that game. He's like, you're not going to ask for it for Christmas. I was like, no, you can ask for it. I don't, I don't give a crap. So yeah, that was like in what two, I forget when that came out I would say mid 2000s I would say so my brother asked for it because I know it was for PS2 so my brother asked for it for Christmas and he gets it and I I, I cannot make this up he goes well I'm going to go play it do you want to check it out I was like not really I don't really care it just looks stupid he's like just he's like please will you just come downstairs and, and, and watch 20 minutes with me it's it's you know, it's Christmas tradition for us to watch the games that we get and play and play together and laugh. And I was like, you know what? You're right. It is. It's Christmas tradition. I'm, I'm going to do that. I go downstairs and there's that opener of Kratos standing on the cliff saying the gods have abandoned me and he falls off. He just jumps right off. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Like I was immediately with that first sentence or the gods of Olympus abandoned me. I don't remember the quote exactly, but I, I just completely lost my shit. And my brother looks over at me because he could tell I was like, in, in you know, just completely in awe. And he goes, I told you it was going to be a good game. And I said, I don't think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be one of the best games we've ever played. So we st we kept playing, we kept playing, and, and you know, we, we, go, we go to my aunt's house for Christmas that day, and we have leftovers. We come home, we start playing it again. And I looked at my brother and I said, hey. So we can't stop playing this until we beat it. He's like, really? He's like, you like it that much? I said, dude, you have no idea. I said, that's an understatement. This is hands down one of the best games I've ever played. And he's like, really? And I'm like, sure, yes. I was like, we, you know, we don't have school. It's it's Christmas is over. Life sucks right now. Let's let's do it. And he looked at me and goes, he just like started laughing. I said, what? He goes, <laughs> told you you would like this game I said okay you rubbed it in enough you've said it like four times I get it you know that game from a game that I never thought I would even want anything to do with has changed me because that game is 
that game and Metal Gear are the two games that my brother and I have bonded over most. And when a new one comes out, that that's all we focus on. That's all we play. We 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 play until we can beat it. And you know, every time a new one comes out, we're like kids in a candy store. I remember watching the trailers for the second and the third one, and then Ascension and the PSP ones. And I, I can just remember, you know, and just nothing will ever take away that night. Like literally, we stayed up all night. I think. We finally quit around 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning, and we took a little bit of nap, and then we just we kept right at it. And I'll never forget running upstairs with my brother and going, Mom, Dad, we beat it. And, and we're like, what? How? We said, oh, we've been playing all night. We didn't go to bed. And my dad goes, wow. He goes, is that game really that good? And we go, oh, it's the best game we've ever played. My mom goes, wow, I've, I never thought you guys would play that long. I never, never seen, because my brother and I are the type of players where we play for a couple hours, like, you know, four or five hours max. And then we're just like, okay, let's go do something else. Yeah. But that was the game. I mean, I just remember like literally feeling for Kratos with his whole, the whole backstory of his family. And it's something about just the emotional impact, the music, everything about that game just completely drew me in. And to this day, it's one of our, I mean, it is one of our top games of all time. It, it's our favorites. Me and, me and my brother share a lot of great memories with it. And all because of that first game and all because he forced me to watch. He said, give me 20 minutes of your day. And now the rest is history. But yeah, so that was, that was my number six. Well, guys, I mean, there it is. We, we've actually went over quite a bit on the time. But you know what? Who cares? We, we've been waiting to do this one for all well, since we've been doing the podcast. So, guys, again, this was number six through ten of our top ten favorite Christmas memories of all time. Make sure that you tune in next Sunday, which will be Christmas Day. So at night, whenever you get those Christmas Day blues and Christmas is over, tune into the, the, the podcast on YouTube and take a listen. Maybe it'll brighten your your day because I know that for me, Christmas Day night is kind of a bummer. But you you know usually you got some new games to play that makes it not so bad. But you can come here and listen to us tell our last five, uh, our our top five favorite game members of all time. So guys, you know the drill. Head on over to our social media accounts. We have a Twitter and an Instagram. You can find us at Last Life Retro Gaming. We post up to date information on our current YouTube channel. We post up-to-date information on the whereabouts of our SoundCloud and iTunes podcast because we have constant problems. We also post sales. We also post information on what we're playing at the time. We also post on live on Twitch. Also, speaking of Twitch, you can find our Twitch link down below. Make sure you're following us there if you ever want to see us play live. We play live two or three times a week. We play Battlefield and some of the other games we have. We feel free to message us. We'd love to have. We'd love to play some online games with you. Links for our Xbox Live gamer tags will be down below. Guys, again, thank you guys so much for the support here on YouTube. Thanks for getting us to 100 subscribers. Thanks to all the listeners over on SoundCloud and iTunes. We appreciate all the support, all the ratings you've been giving us. All the just, it's great, guys. We hope you have a Merry Christmas, and we'll see you next week for the remaining top five of our favorite Christmas memories. And as always, everybody. Take care and happy gaming. Also, Merry Christmas.